welcome into another podcast episode for Codings Pro Magazine. I'm Stephanie Chizik, Editor-in-Chief of Codings Pro. Today we have with us Jeff Steuben, Executive Director of Cool Roof Rating Council. The Cool Roof Rating Council was created in 1998 to develop accurate and credible methods for evaluating and labeling the solar reflectance and thermal emittance of roofing products and to disseminate the information to all interested parties. Thanks so much for joining us today, Jeff. Thank you, Stephanie. Glad to be here. Uh, why don't you start by just giving our listeners a brief introduction to yourself as well as to the council? Absolutely. So yeah, thanks for, for the introduction. My name is Jeff Steuben and I am the executive director of the Cool Roof Rating Council. Um, I actually joined the, the organization back in 2011. Um, I actually started in a more technical role at that time and then I took over as executive director in 2013. Um, the, the CRC, you know, I think you, you, you read off our, our description on our website and it can be a bit of a, a mouthful. So, you know, I like to, to boil it down to ratings, research and education. Those are our real, our, our three pillars. Um, and we're really interested in roofing. Um, and more recently, uh, which we'll get into in this interview, we're, we're starting to look into walls as well. So we're really looking at the whole um, building envelope. Yeah, which makes sense to me because there's obviously a huge kind of connection between the two of them when it comes to waterproofing in particular. So that the connection between the wall and the roof is probably a very uh, touchy part of the part of the building, so to speak. Yeah, another thing that that's similar in terms of roofs and walls that that really stood out to me is um, when we think about a you know residential homes at least that you know a lot of the insulation is in the attic, and so we're looking at you know, how much heat is coming in through the roof, um, but that your walls, you know, you don't get quite as much of that, that solar energy hitting it, but also you don't have the same amount of insulation. And so you can actually have a, a fairly similar impact on the building, um, you know, on the heat coming through the walls as you, as you do through the roofs. Um, that said, obviously, like every building is different and climates are different, so there's a lot of caveats to that. But I always found that to be a very interesting uh sort of thought experiment about about how we think about roofs and walls. Yeah, that is interesting. Uh, for people who maybe aren't so familiar uh, with the term cool roof, could you maybe give a brief explanation of what of what that looks like, what that means? Absolutely. So, you know, simply put, a cool roof is one that strongly reflects sunlight. You know, the roof literally stays cooler and reduces the amount of heat that's getting transmitted into the building. Um, so if you imagine, you know, you're wearing a white T-shirt or you're wearing a black T-shirt on a hot, sunny day, if you're wearing a white T-shirt, you're going to stay cooler because a black T-shirt is going to absorb all that energy and, uh, you know, and really get hot. Um, so a cool roof is like wearing a, you know, a white T-shirt that helps keep the, the temperature down. But, I, you know, that said, I want to say it's very important to note that you don't, it's not limited to white surfaces. So mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's sort of the easiest um, you know, depiction that you can think of, but there's a lot of different cool products that reflect uh, infrared light. So infrared heat, um, the, the part of the solar spectrum that we can't see, but remaining, you know, the same in the, the visible light spectrum. So you might have, you know, a standard red and a cool red, and they look the same, but that the cool red is actually reflecting a lot more of the sun's energy. 
Right. And I think there have been a lot of, I'm glad you made that dis distinction because I think there have been a lot of, especially recent updates to the technologies that you're right, it doesn't have to be a white roof anymore. I'm sure that's where it started. And a lot of people kind of use the example of all of the roofs in like the Greek islands, for example, that, you know, people use white for a reason, but we've had a lot of developments recently. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, you see uh, pictures of of Santorini in Greece, and, and that's really evocative. But um, yeah, you know, that's that's why I'm always sort of coming right out and saying it's not limited to white because people here, you know, they think of of that and they say, oh, I don't want to, you know, put that on my building or I don't want to put that on my house. And it's like, I have to, I have to very, be very clear that there's a lot of other options. Mm -hmm. um, and it sort of gets into the science of the pigments that are being used and the sort of, you know, chemicals and just sort of really the, the composition of these different products and, and how they work at a chemical level. Right. And like the reflectance and what you were touching on before as well, those kinds of things, I'm sure. And especially with roof coatings, you know, you could put all kinds of things within the coating itself that can help to be reflective, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned reflectance. So I wanted to, to, to mention that the way that the CRRC thinks about cool roofs is that we have two properties that we measure on our products. Um, we have solar reflectance, which again, that's like somewhat more self-explanatory that it's how much of the, the energy is being reflected back off. Um, but then we also have thermal emittance. So some amount of the sun's energy is gonna get absorbed into the, the roofing material. So how well that material re-emits that energy back into the environment is also important. Uh, because you know what isn't reflected and what isn't emitted can turn into what is transmitted into the building below. Oh, interesting. Which probably really matters when you're talking about people inside, for example, or you know a manufacturing facility where the temperature really does matter on the inside of the building. I'm sure all that you know comes into play when you're doing the equations. Absolutely, absolutely. You also kind of that you know it's a, I think that's a good segue to, to the next kind of topic is is the urban heat island effect because I, I feel like what we were just talking about with the reflectance that probably has a lot to do with that as well can you kind of give a brief overview of, of what that means and, and how that works yeah so I think you know where the the you know the, like you mentioned the CRC was founded in 1998 and I think it's really interesting to see how even just the CRRC has been talking about the idea of cool roofs over the past 20 years has really evolved. And, you know, originally there was this conversation of, you know, this is something that you as a building owner can do to save energy, to reduce your energy bills. And, and that was sort of like, that was the main argument that, that we were making. Um, but now, yeah, the, the idea of urban heat island is, is a much more prominent um, argument and sort of much more prominent issue that that people are trying to deal with. So, uh, the urban heat island effect is a phenomenon where urban environments end up getting hotter than the surrounding environments, um, you know, suburbs or, or rural areas, basically because of that concentration of buildings and roads. So you've got dark pavements, you've got concrete, you know, buildings. Those absorb heat during the day, and then and then all because of all that absorbed heat, the environment can't cool down, you know, back to sort of that, that baseline temperature overnight. Um, and, you know, it ends up being, you know, maybe a couple of degrees, um, which doesn't sound like a lot. But, you know, you sort of have this cumulative effect of, um, you know, additional heat. And there's a lot of implications from that. So, 
you know, we talked about energy use. So like, yeah, if it's hotter, you're going to, your air conditioner is going to run more. So there's more energy use. There's more, uh, you know, costs associated with that. But also you have air quality issues. Um, higher temperatures means that there's uh, sort of faster reactions for smog formation. You have greater concerns around heat-related illness, mm. um, you know, people even sort of dying from, you know, during heat waves, you know, th there's sort of a lot of issues that, that come together around the urban heat island effect. Calling all Coatings contractors. We have a great resource for you. Coatings Pro Magazine provides you with the latest news, trends, and technologies for your coating needs. And the best part, it's completely free to anyone who signs up. Simply visit coatingspromag.com slash subscribe. Coatings Pro, know what the pros know. And so it sounds like from your standpoint, something that could help to mitigate that, I'm sure lots of things are needed to, you know, have a kind of a rounded, a well-rounded solution. But one of those things could be the use of cool roofs in, in the urban environments. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. And, and like you said, you know, there's a lot of strategies that, that go into this, a lot of mitigation things. And I will let somebody else talk about other things like, you know, planting trees. Um, and I think that's part of the solution. But our focus is on roofs and, and cool roofing. So I think there's a, a really huge opportunity in urban environments to help sort of mitigate that urban, urban heat island effect um, from, you know, using using cool roofing products. You know, you have a lot of low slope buildings. Um, it's a really great place to put in a really highly reflective um, roof product, whether that's a coating or something else, to basically, you know, help raise the overall reflectance, the overall albedo of the urban environment. Um, so sort of the more of those buildings you can coat with a really reflective surface, the more you're going to help combat the urban heat island effect. Yeah, you also, you just touched on this, and I won't make you talk to it specifically, but I mean, I would also imagine part of the discussion would also be about green roofs, meaning um, vegetative roofs of, as, as a part of a solution as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I like vegetated roofs. Um, from our perspective, you know, they, they definitely have a role um, in, in these sort of, you know, there's a, there's a lot of benefits from, from green roofs. Um, you know, you have water quality um, things and sort of being able to, to filter some of those pollutants. Um, but yeah, I mean, just, you know, the CRC has really focused on sort of conventional roofing products and saying, this is something that most people are just going to choose a roofing product. Um, and the decision to install a vegetated roof is much more involved. And you have to think about, you know, the, the load bearing sort of weight mm -hmm. of your building and, and all these other things. So I certainly think that there are a, a time and a place for for vegetative roofs and we've just said okay we're going to let somebody else deal with those and mm -hmm. we're going to sort of focus on these focus on cool roofs focus on sort of these sort of standard process of installing a roof that makes sense yeah have you noticed any changes in the industry as far as you know you mentioned some changes within crrc but over the you know either since your time being there or even you know if you've heard things before about how the industry has been evolving whether that i mean from my point of view i've definitely over the years seen a lot of the larger coating manufacturers, for example, are buying up some of maybe the smaller um, roof coating manufacturers or just, you know, new technologies or trends that you're seeing happening over the over the course of your um, tenure there. Yeah, well, I think, you know, you mentioned the, the sort of mergers and acquisitions, and that's definitely a, an ongoing factor. 
Um, I think sort of the biggest change that I've seen that's sort of more external to that is really just more regulation, more stringent building codes. Mm -hmm. I mean, basically, more and more cities and other jurisdictions are looking for ways to reduce energy consumption, combat urban heat. And so they are adopting, you know, new building codes that are setting requirements for roofing products. So, you know, unless global warming goes away, which sort of seems unlikely at this point, I don't really see this trend reversing. We're going to see more and more of these, these entities adopting building codes saying, all right, this is a way that we can, you know, help our community. This is a way we can sort of affect change by this sort of small, you know, small decision to, to, to add in requirements for, for roofing products. Yeah, and I would even say for maybe people who are a bit more um, more hesitant to let the roofing or, or the the climate change lead decisions. To your point earlier, these changes can also have great financial implications and health implications. So they you know they they have they have huge impacts. It's not just a one sort of one note. There's lots of lots of different areas that can be impacted as well by these types of changes. Yeah, no, that's that's very true. And I always talk about this sort of hierarchy of, of impacts. So, you know, you can take it from global warming, sort of this huge scale, but then you can zoom in and you say, OK, this has an effect on our city from the urban heat island effect. And then you can zoom in even more and say, OK, this has an effect on our specific building. Right. You have the air conditioning. You have, you know, these other factors and then you can zoom in even more and say this has an effect on a personal level that if people are getting sick or or dying even from heat you know this this one solution can really span all of these different impacts you know from the personal all the way to the global that's a good yeah that's a good way of putting it almost like one of those scenes from a movie where they do like the the big scan or you know zoom out or the zoom in it's the same idea it can keep affecting different levels of people yeah totally is there anything that you're seeing as far as you know you mentioned the the codes maybe coming out i i always think of initially of california i know you, you guys are on the west coast i think so that probably affects you quicker than it might affect some of us um farther away, but any any other changes that you're kind of seeing coming down the pike as far as where the roofing industry might be going the, or the, the cool roofing industry, obviously, in, in particular? Yeah, well, yeah, so we're, we're located in Oregon, and, and we definitely keep a close eye on what's going on in California, but I think that's that actually speaks to something that that's important to, to roofing contractors, which is it's difficult to keep up with you know, what are these changes to building codes, understanding which products are, are compliant and which ones aren't, because there's not really a, a standardized process. There's not sort of a national building code, right? So a, a particular city or a particular state might adopt a, a new policy. And so there ends up being a sort of patchwork of, of different requirements. And so, you know, that's something that's like, you know, a contractor should always check with their local building department to understand what the requirements are and how to meet that. Um, but also that actually, so that that comes back to the CRRC, which is, you know, we don't um, we don't publish a list of these are you know compliant or these are non-compliant products. We rate all roofing products and we publish those values on our directory, so that anyone, a contractor or a you know even a building inspector, can go to our website and just look up a product and say, I'm looking for you know this particular need, and whether it's for 
Georgia or Texas or California or, or you know, anywhere else, you can just say, okay, like in this environment, this is the, the standard that I'm trying to meet and be able to find those products. And so it's not limited to, okay, this is just the products that are, you know, following California's building code. It's really like, this is all the products that we have. And then you can really make that decision of what's right for you. That's really a great idea. I mean, I think of it just as, you know, from the contractors, at least that we talked to on in Codings Pro, a lot of them are not just based off of, you know, in one state, for example, you know, they're, they're in like a tri-state area. And I would imagine, you know, as you cross those state lines or even like California, as you cross the county lines, you know, all of those could change. So it's more a matter of, you know, you're giving them the information and the tools and then they can use it how they need to. It's what it's Absolutely. Like. Yeah. That's, that's been our goal, you know, the, over the last 20 years is really to, to be a, a non-biased information source. You know, we provide education, we provide these ratings, uh, but we really, you know, we, we, we stay away from lobbying and advocacy and we're just saying, all right, we are the, the neutral party here that's publishing data to help inform decisions by everybody else. You mentioned education. I'm assuming you have, um, like the rest of us, pivoted a bit for 2020 and, and at least have started moving some of those things online. Do you, you want to give us kind of maybe an overview of what virtual resources you guys have in addition to that directory? Yeah, so um, our website really is our, our main resource, um, coolroofs.org. Um, we've got a lot of different information on there, a lot of good resources. Really, it, it spans from, you know, information for a homeowner that might not have thought about their roof until all of a sudden they needed to replace it, um, all the way up to, you know, roofing professionals, contractors, manufacturers, people who are, are very steeped in the roofing world. So we have a lot of resources for a lot of different audiences. Um, and I mentioned the directory, that's really the highlight for me. Um, so if you go to our website, we have right now about 3,100 different roofing products on it. So you can go, you can look, sort by company, you know, manufacturer, you can sort by properties that you're looking for. You can look at, you know, just the shingles or just coatings, just uh, single ply membranes, you know, so you can really sort of take all this information and just look at any kind of subset that you're looking for. Um, so really, I think our website really is the main location for a lot of this information. Okay, great. And then you'd also briefly mentioned at the beginning, at the top of the hour, so they say, um, the new updates with the the wall. I don't know if it was a standard or um, can you touch base on that too? Yeah, so this is really the, the biggest thing that we're working on right now is the development of a rating program for exterior wall products. So based on research from Lawrence Berkeley National Lab really shows that these sort of solar reflective walls can be an effective strategy at, at reducing building energy use. So, you know, we're sort of taking that idea and saying, all right, we're going to replicate what we've done with this roof product rating program to develop something similar for, for walls. Um, this time we have the benefit of the past 20 years of experience running our program to sort of kickstart this one. Um, we are anticipating that we will launch that in early 2022. Um, so this was something that was, was approved pretty recently, um, just in September of, of 2020, by our board of directors. And so we are, you know, putting together a committee, we have, you know, resources, we have drafts, like where there's a lot of, you know, work that goes into to forming the actual program. But 
Um, we're hoping to, to work on that over the next year or so and, and be able to launch in early 2022. So how does the wall reflectivity work then I, I just I'm thinking about it from a, I mean I live in a condo building in, in a city so I'm thinking you know if my neighbor's building has a reflective material on it is that going to be affecting my building how does that all work do you know about the the science about that at all yeah that that's a good question and the you know the short answer is there's a lot of questions like that, sort of like understanding the impacts um, around reflective walls and understanding sort of how this all works. And like, yeah, there are interactions between buildings. Um, our goal is really to have that energy reflected off the wall and sort of bounce back into space, back into the environment and not just reflected into your window, thereby, you know, heating up your apartment. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that there's there's definitely some education that needs to go into explaining these concepts. And that's something that we're going to be working on. And we actually have an education committee um, that is that's formed to sort of work on developing educational material to help communicate these points. Yeah, I, I could say just being really helpful, you know, and kind of to your earlier point of when we were talking about how a cool roof is one solution, which is great. You know, so it was a vegetative roof, you know, nothing can ever be a one size fits all. And so having all of the background, I think that'll be great to have information to share with people on your website too. And it sounds like you're doing a lot of work over there, um, you know, for resources for people. Is there, is there anything else at CRRC that, that's going on new that you want to share with our listeners? I mean, that's a big one, yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So we have a, a big project that we're working on over the next year with this development of the wall program. More immediately, we actually are working on doing some, some revamps to our existing website. So our, our current website is, is coming up on a decade old now. So we have some ideas of ways to make it easier to find information, easier to navigate. Um, in particular, the thing that I'm really excited about is rebuilding our online directory to make it really easy to use from a, a mobile platform. So mm -hmm. if you're, you know, you're on a job site, you're on your cell phone, you can go to our directory, you can check a product and see if it's compliant, or you can compare a couple products, you know, in a couple seconds, you can just be able to do that on your phone. And so that's something that, that I'm really excited about, sort of making this a tool for, you know, for people out in the field and not just people sitting at their desk. Yeah, that makes total sense, especially for the contractors who are listening. I'm sure they appreciate that since they're very rarely behind a desk. So, you know, it's probably very useful to be able to, to see it on the go. Uh, Absolutely. Anything else that you can think of that you'd want to share in general about the industry, where it's headed, where it's coming, you know, um, to those contractor listeners about, you know, industry changes or what have you? We've covered a lot already, so. Yeah, well, you know, just to, to build off of what we were just saying about, you know, making this this resource for, uh, for contractors to check on products when they're out in the field, uh, just a you know a pitch to you, to your listeners that contractors can become members of the CRRC. Um, we are always looking to have more folks from the contracting community to join and really help us understand what their needs are, help us tailor our resources. Um, so if you want to go to coolroofs.org, um, you can look at sort of what it takes to become a member and. And we'd be really excited to, to get some more contractors involved in our organization. Awesome. 
Well, I think that's probably a, a great place for us to stop. Um, as you mentioned, if people want to find more information, they can go check out coolroofs.org, like you just said. Again, this is Jeff Steuben, Executive Director of Cool Roof Reading Council. Thanks so much for joining us today, Jeff. Thanks so much, Stephanie.